0: Like we're lying because this is technically not the first episode of this. Year. But it's the first episode recording. That's true. In the year of our Lord 2018. Collaborating. Collaborating. Yes. <laughs> hey! <laughs>
1: hey. <laughs> what? What? I mean, this podcast is nothing but collaborating. So Hey, yeah. It's great.
0: Good. How are you to doing forever? Yeah, I'm great. How are you, my dude? That
1: are you that sounded not, tr- are you doing well? I'm,
0: d- yeah, I would never lie to you, Allie. That's never. no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never done a lie to you or to this podcast. Not one.
1: I have my finger on the pulse, and the pulse Every- is a truth.
0: Hi, I'm Print Hapley. <laughs> Ready to dish out some very good truths. Here we go. <laughs> I just start like listing out like conspiracy theories. Please, I would literally love nothing more. <laughs> no, no.
1: Please tell me everything. No, I'm if, not gonna do that. No. If being closer to freezing has given you some sort of innate knowledge of oh like, like conspiracies, then I fuck this, fuck everything. Tell me. <laughs> I, I wanted nothing more.
0: <laughs> so here's a question. Would you still be my friend and or podcast host if I was a lizard person? Yes or no? <laughs>
1: Please don't do this right I now. Just,
0: I just want to make sure all of our bases are covered. So when maybe, you know, if something happens, we know that we're- Is this getting- gonna be the fucking final reveal of this
1: podcast? Is that, like- you, when we finally meet, you're going to be like, hey, so I know that we've developed this really good trust and this sure. really good bond, yeah. but I've been a lizard person this whole time, and look, you've come to shed all of your bias.
0: And, and I'm stuff. here to shed all of my skin. Here you go. Hello, I'm Shut a the lizard. fuck <laughs> up! I hate
1: this! I stop! <laughs> Please don't make me do this right now. Are you saying... I'm saying that there's still a lot to go on my plot diagram
0: for character development.
1: (laughs) Is what I'm saying.
0: I just can't believe our friendship is so weak that it wouldn't last me possibly being a lizard person.
1: My stomach is
0: fucking clenched right now. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) I'm so nervous. I just I thought, you know, I thought we were good, but I guess. Cody, we're business married. We We are (laughs) about business. I mean, we are great. Oh, no. We are great. Are you breaking up with me? (laughs) Is this it? Listen, no. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we went from collaborating to you throwing this
1: fucking bombshell on me within, like, immediately,
0: trust no one, fuck everyone.
1: Oh, my God. You're such a water sign. I can't do this right now. Uh, (laughs) No, Cody, we are great. We're perfect. Uh Um, Please, if you're gonna reveal that you're a lizard person, give me about two more character arcs.
0: (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah, we'll have to build up to that one for sure.
1: I am going through a lot right now in my (laughs) personal (laughs)
0: life. And I don't need this right now. I
1: don't. (laughs) Listen, help me help you. (laughs) That is going to be the fucking final reveal of the show when we finally meet. You're going to be like, hey, so under all of this fantastic lip color and <laughs> denim jacket with all these pins, I've been hiding my dry skin.
0: <laughs> I it's... hate this. I hate this. I can't <laughs> talk about this anymore. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, go to Twilight. It's kind of, I guess, technically a Twilight podcast.
1: <laughs> and also, apparently some not-so-subtle under themes of cryptids, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, that's Um, been there since the beginning, so... It's true. Cody, I want to tell you about how I'm doing.
0: um, Please, God. Because
1: something very important happened to me, sort of, today. When I was on my way this morning to get a nice, warm cup of tea... Sure, as you do as I do sometimes when I'm not making it myself, but happens when I'm petting. There were, there was this lovely couple together and when they were getting their coffee in front of me, um, I was people watching and overhearing their conversation as I always do. Cause I'm of always course. watching.
0: Yeah. Um, no one is safe. <laughs> no one
1: is safe. <laughs> no one is safe from me observing and then telling about it on a podcast later on. <laughs> and one of them as they were walking away, was in mid-conversation and in a very loud way <laughs> that was so important to me and in a slightly Midwestern tone said, oh boy, I have a hankering for some midnight grilled cheese. Wow. And that was the most important thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And is... the mood that I'm taking into 2018.
0: Yeah, that is the fucking mood of my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've never related to anything more is what I'm trying to say
0: yeah no I get it even though you don't eat cheese but like it's fine (laughs) yeah um and it's the it's the thought that counts listen
1: sometimes I I crave a good grilled cheese and when I do it's usually at midnight uh (laughs) I have no context of what that conversation was but you know sometimes you just want a, a midnight grilled cheese that's yeah and you just want to taste your bliss. So that's how I'm doing right now. And it's pretty damn great.
0: That's great. I'm very proud of you. Though,
1: I mean, the world's on fire, but. You know. <laughs> you know sometimes you just got to treat yourself to a midnight grilled cheese. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's, and that. it's actually really important.
0: You actually should. To, if you're not having a grilled cheese right now, pause this. Just give it a second. Make yourself a fire grilled cheese. Come back. And we'll all be in the same well, great mood. I I don't
1: actually want the grilled cheese to be on fire. It is important I, to put the grilled cheese between bread.
0: Listen, I've watched. Did you worst think Chefs I was like, no? Put a fucking block of cheese on a pan. Crank that shit up to eleven. <laughs> there it is. I have cheese. watched
1: Worst Chefs of America, and that has literally happened. Oh no! So
0: well, listen. Don't do that. There is important that. Grilled cheese, go between bread. Yeah, figure out a how to make a grilled cheese, and then B, hey make the grilled Google cheese. Google how to make grilled cheese. Yeah, make I'm sure the grilled a cheese. Really, really fast <laughs> video about it.
1: Welcome to Into the Instructions Podcast. Yeah,
0: this is how this is made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're coming for all your podcasts in 2018.
0: Yeah, all your podcasts are now ours. Goodbye.
1: Yeah, that's actually how this works. We have some very interesting current events this Ugh, week. We do. It's so important as we move into 2018 that you remember and acknowledge our Lord and Savior, Case Two.
0: Yeah. If you've forgotten in the past 20 Don't. seconds, get right back here. Yeah. Remember, that
1: should be one of your goals is like, hey, have you thought about Case Two today? Yeah. Uh, me with a poster on the side <laughs> of the road. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9 p.m. Have you thought about Kristen Stewart today? Hey, have a grilled cheese. Think about K Stew, and the Inquisitor is doing some good work. Yeah, they wrote an article on January 2nd titled "Fantastically." Is Kristen Stewart Hollywood's next big director? Mm-hmm. Debut mm-hmm. stuns mm-hmm. critics with hunting psycho thriller. Basically, it's all about the short film "Come Swim," mm-hmm. which is a plus. I haven't watched it. But- <laughs> I'm just gonna blind vouch for it. Yeah. But I mean everyone's talking about how great it is, so it seems great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll watch it eventually. <laughs> we we've got it. Yeah. There's a lot of short films that are on the list. Hey, I've been busy. Listen. The holidays were busy. <laughs> it's freezing outside. I got shit to do. It's been a bu- it's a busy, busy time.
0: Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. But go case stew Go case you Go case stew Thank
1: you, thank you so much for that. And like, shout out to women back. directors,
0: especially if they're case to, You know what I mean?
1: To be honest, you know what I mean. To be honest, yes. <laughs> uh, jumping off of that, just a reminder that Arpatz is still
0: single. Yeah. Um, and he's not doing great. No, <laughs> not coping ex- extremely well. But um, we f- i we've mean, all been there. Fine. You know. To be fair, he was engaged to Fk Twigs for like literal years, so like I get it. Um. Yeah. It's unattainable, but wow, but wow,
1: yeah. There's a uh, we found a just Jared piece that. Our oh, Lord, I guess he, he was, was just Jared.com. Thank you. What's up? I'm Jared. Oh my god! <laughs> I never
0: learned how to write an article.
1: Literally, like literally, because this isn't even an article. No. Like they're just talking about the the fact that our pets was in W magazine. There's and they're like, just like, hey, a hundred words in this whole piece. Yeah, it's basically an Instagram post. Like it's mm-hmm. not even. It's nothing. Anyway, uh, our paths apparently in the W Magazine piece opens up about being a loner. So, I mean, same, but also, like, damn. Can we talk about the fact that this image, which we can go ahead and post on our Twitter um, on Monday when this episode comes out. I'm pretty sure Just Jared made this photo. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. On their, <laughs> because they, like, wrote over it with, like, red That says, like, love wins. Like, in
0: MS Paint. Like, just literally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Literally just went for it. It's so bad. It's fine. I mean, just Jared, you're doing you. Most of your website is ads, but like, hey, you got to do the work, right?
0: Listen, we understand.
1: Yeah. You got to do something in this tough world. The most important article, I would say, is this Pretty 52 piece that Emma. Rose Murky wrote and <laughs> Cody and I were chatting about this a few minutes before I started recording. Yep. I don't necessarily know that Emma got permission to write this piece. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the the thought that Emma went rogue yeah. and just posted this without permission.
0: Uh, she's like I, I need fine. to I'm quitting this place but before I do I'm gonna make a splash. I'm going to write my fan fiction.
1: Literally, because of the fact that it's an announcement that this year marks the 10th anniversary of Twilight. And it says in the the title, along with these other childhood faves. So I was like, sweet, it's going to be this listicle of everything else that turns 10 this year. Right. And it's not. No. It's just Twilight and Camp Rock. That's all that matters. (laughs) Those are the only movies. Which... To be fair, same. Right. (laughs) Very important to my adolescence. But also, (laughs) I just, it's a lot of photos. It's not really a lot of article.
0: Yeah. Uh, And also, she talks about Fifty Shades of Grey, which, like, sure, is a logical leap to go if you talk about Twilight. Not if, however, you're talking about movies that came out ten years ago. Right. Like, what happened here? How did we, how did we get here?
1: Especially when the only connection that she made between Twilight, Fifty Shades, and Camp Rock is... So I guess you could say that those of us who grew up watching Twilight can now watch the adult version that is Fifty Shades. And then she has a photo of the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato from Camp Rock. Yeah, And it's like... So, you just imagine that these three get together and it's like, hey, buds, wanna watch Camp Rock? To- or, no, fucking no! Yeah, let's do, let's do a a revisit of watching our movie Camp Rock together and then watch Fifty Shades. Like, what yeah. the fuck?
0: Yeah. A logical leap. A very easy transition to make when watching films. Sure, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of
1: thematic parallels. Sure. I'm sure. You know, they're both on water. <laughs> you know that's about it that i can come up with there's a lot of hair and crying i'm sure sure i haven't watched camp rock in a long time (laughs) there's a lot of questionable outfits i'm sure you could say for both i uh, yeah it's fine um but yeah so great job thank you so much for those current events and i'm sure that there will be a lot to come in 2018 just gathering by the current events of other shit that's happening right now We got some fantastic listener questions. Would you do the honor of reading one
0: of them for me, Cody? Of course. Which one would you like me to read? Fucking flip a coin, please. God. I wish I had a coin. Okay, let's do the first one. (laughs) Great. Someone asked, do you think the Loch Ness Monster is real in the Twilight Universe? Cody? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it doesn't seem outside of the realm of possibility, right? Right. I mean, I- I like if everything I else is kind of real. Yeah, it's true. I want to believe,
1: but but I mean, I also believe Loch Ness Monster is real now. So oh like, <laughs> well, um, that's
0: that's something. But um, I mean, like, yeah. Why would like the having the cutoff be Nessie would be a wild like, nah, none of that, none of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be talking a lot about Nessie and Loch Ness Monster this week. So God that's knows. a good tie-in thank you person whose name I cannot mention, but yes. Thank you so much. Um, Yes, I, I, it's so messed up, but also not. I mean, the duality of man, right? That, like, I have an almost official master's degree at this point and also, like, wholeheartedly believe in cryptids. It's fine. Like, (laughs) you know. Um, It's fine. Everybody has something. (laughs) It could be worse. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, so this next person asks... Do you think Bella misses Edward's cold, rocky boy bod (laughs) after transforming into a vampire? If so, how do we think that she deals with it? And then this person said, their theory is a marble dildo.
0: Um, And
1: then they go on to say, of course, it probably doesn't feel cold or hard anymore because of how cold and hard vampire skin is. Does this feel what? No. Does this mean a marble dildo feels like skin to vampires? So there's a lot of questions yeah, here. Yeah, a lot
0: of very valid care. questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. We all wake up um, at night
0: just like thinking, "Wow, <laughs> how does she? get yes. how does she? How does she do it?"
1: Yeah. So the first question being the the cold, rocky boy bod. Right. Does Bella miss it?
0: I mean, I
1: would say that. I mean, she's been alive for all of what? Like, f- from where we're reading right now, right. all of like a day, 36 hours or so. Jesus. And it's a lot of, like, sensory overload that she's going through right now. Right. As, if we were thinking about, like, Bella, but also as a vampire, I mean, everything is kind of like a sensory overload. She's just now has the capability to handle it. Mm. So I don't know, from my perspective, I don't know that she's had time to kind of think about missing anything right. yet. yeah. But Um, Especially because now she gets that, like, good, good TM dick. Um, But I would say... I I guess I hadn't even considered a marble dildo, which, like... Sure, yeah. Hey, would that... I guess my question is you would have to have some sort of coating on that to make sure that it's not porous, right? Because that's what they do for, like, kitchen countertops, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I believe that.
1: Why the fuck am I asking you? I fucking watch House Hunters. I've been watching House Hunters since I was, like, two years old.
0: Uh, I've I've handcrafted a marble dildo just for this conversation. Let me (laughs) pull it up right
1: now. Speaking of which... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think that that is a fantastic idea. Yes. I I think that it was also a really good observation to think that, like, a marble dildo feels like skin to vampires, because I guess that's an obviously logical jump that I just hadn't thought of. Sure. I, I don't... Surprisingly, this may come as a surprise to a lot of you folks. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. Yeah, you know. Um, I think I say a lot of words here in this hour and then I kinda just leave it here. For yep. Yep. But yeah, I would say maybe as things go on, she could probably miss it, but I think there's gonna be a specific event that we talk about in the next I think it's chapter twenty-six. Yeah, with the with the Rocky shit that we're gonna get into. Sure, that she kind of—I mean, pun intended here—she kind of gets her rocks off on, like she's she's kind of getting all of that power and control with the nature stuff happening there. Sure, yeah. But it's a good question. Yeah, I like I like all of the um, hypotheticals here that are happening. Very good
0: stuff happening here.
1: Yes. So, thank you for that question. Okay. So, chapter 25, Favor. Would you like to dive in with me? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, where we left off last week, we were talking about, like, how are Edward and Bella ever gonna stop having sex? Ugh. So, and I told you that they were, there was gonna be a way, right? Sure. So, Edward, he's, he's gotten a little bit more together right now, and I don't know, I know this is, like, a a petty little thing, but it is nice to kind of see the roles subverted and that, like, Edward is the one that's kind of, like, got it together and Belle is, like, sex? Yeah. For always?
0: Oh, can we just keep doing this?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know. That's such a small thing, but, like, with Stephanie, we gotta take what we get, right? Right. So, I don't know. That was just something to point out. I feel like... I've gotten to the point now where I, I've been just shitting on this novel for so much, and it's like, I gotta remember why I actually enjoy this. Um, so anyway, he's like, hey, so remember, we have that kid, or whatever. Hey, why did you pass on your coughing thing to me? I'm sorry. <clears throat> Through the microphone. That's rude. Edward's like, hey, kid. And she's like, ugh. Oh. Like, it literally says she sighs. Right. right. <laughs> That's a horrible thing, Stephanie. Yeah. She's a Virgo. Like, she, she knows how to actually delegate her priorities. <laughs> which she does. To her credit, she does. She's like, oh yeah, okay, I can do this. She even mentions that she looks like a cartoon, which, Stephanie, all I want by the time that we finish this and we do move on to the Fifty Shades of a <laughs> um, is, uh, is I want a supercut of us just saying Stephanie's name.
0: Yeah, no, that's very good.
1: That's all I want from someone to do. Like, (sighs) yes. Anyway. So, Edward's like, how do I, (laughs) how do I encapsulate how proud I am of you? And she's like, I'm just balancing how horny I am and the fact that I'm a mother. Like, it's really not that big of a deal.
0: Not all heroes wear capes. Don't even worry about it.
1: Literally, that's, that's being a parent in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure all the parents that read this were like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) We do this all the time. Got it. (laughs) But anyway, there was a point in this that I wanted to kind of mention. So, she's having a hard time identifying herself as a mother. Sure. And when I first read through this paragraph, I was like, this is such a typical thing for Mm -hmm. Bella, right? Like, not wanting to claim a title. Like, she didn't want to do the whole, like, girlfriend thing. And she didn't want to do the, like, engaged and bride and stuff. So, it's very in Bella's character. Yeah. But there's also a point in this where she was pregnant for all of, like, two seconds. And so she didn't really have that processing time. And so I am kind of glad that Stephanie included this part because, one, for an average person that carries a child, like, that is, that's part of why, like, postpartum depression happens. It's like, this is confusing. Like, how do I... How do I handle this change of, like, being responsible for a human, let alone the fact that, like, Bella didn't even get any processing time for that? Right. That would have been, like, an interesting component to this, is, like, here's this immortal who's still kind of grappling with this fact. Instead, we get, like, three pages of how pretty she looks in a fucking cotton outfit. (laughs) But it's fine. Oh, well. Everything's perfect for fucking immortals. I guess. It's
0: just the way you live, baby.
1: So they go into this closet, right? Alice's pride and joy. (laughs) And I just... It's literally a dream come true, to be honest. Sure. It's like the biggest room in the whole house. And everything's in garment bags. And i just like, it's fine. But then Edward, (laughs) he starts fucking... Sniffing bags. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's the weirdest mental image for me. We haven't talked about, sniffing and smells in a long time. In a long time. And, like, God bless the interim, we took it for granted. But, wow, we're really right back in the threshold, huh? He's just, like, I he's like one of those
1: old school police dogs with like the long droopy ears to me in this moment that's just like a what are they bloodhounds i think is what they call oh god that's a little too on the nose (laughs) um i hate that but he's just like literally smelling all these garment bags and i hate this image so much it's the worst so he's like trying to find her something that isn't An actual ball gown because Alice is extra as hell, (laughs) so he ends up finding like jeans and a t-shirt, which is I love this. I love the fact that Bella's a vampire and is still like on her grind. It's the best thing. Yeah, it's very good. So we get this, which is I'm still grappling and reeling with having to reread this hot mess, (laughs) and then Edward changes, which like, hi, we're in a closet. It's really not a big of a deal, Bella. (laughs) But then. Then she says, "I could have sworn there was nothing more beautiful than Edward in his khakis and pale beige pullover." Yeah, you know, and you know the most beautiful creature in all the world. When I think of beauty and style and
0: elegance and grace, grace, yeah, it's beige. Yeah, it's beige and it's khakis, obviously. Which is more beige? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Just give me all of it. Bella loves Brown. Yeah. Listen, if there's one thing we know, she loves Brown. I want to throw
1: this to the ground.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: I'm just so glad that Bella loves her brand so much that she's said Brown like three times in the sentence. It's It's fine. It's fine.
0: Brown. (laughs) Yes.
1: I hate it. Anyway, so they run back to the house. To see Renesme, and she's up. She's been up for like a few minutes, we find out. But <laughs> in this time that she's only been up for a few minutes, she's like entranced the whole family. Um, and she's playing and destroying silverware. Yeah. Which we find out is Esme's second best <laughs> silverware collection. It's very good. And all I can imagine is Esme's like entranced by all this, right? Because child. Right. But also she's like can they just fucking wake up? (laughs) Because these are my (laughs) precious silverware. (laughs) Which I love. I love this so much. During all of the, apparently, sex and two seconds that they were running over here, Bella had been freaking out about how much Renesmee had changed, and apparently it's not that bad. She had. She'd gotten a little bit different, but not too much. Right. Which is great.
0: Um, And then...
1: um, (laughs) Ed so when we were discussing last week, Emmett was still, like, making all of those sex jokes. He's still on his grind. Of course. Which is A+. Yeah, very good. Emmett had all these expectations that they were going to destroy the cottage, apparently. <sighs> and, of course, <laughs> they did not do that. No. Um, and so Emmett is upset about that but his version of being confused is just like screaming and laughing about it which is very good that's that's just so good to me to read i love that a lot and then we find out that all the wolves are gone as they're kind of getting caught up on everything that's happening and rosalie is pissed of course because why it's not like in the matter of a couple of hours rosalie and Jacob would have patched up all of their problems. Right, of course. But then she says something a little flippant of, we won't be here that much longer. And then, then things get a little (laughs) problematic, I would say. Because we come to find out after Edward just, like, growls. Right, yeah. (laughs) Which, like, first of all, Edward mood. Excuse me. (laughs) And then... Alice like jumps on her feet and just like starts screaming about Jacob she's like I can't believe I can't see anything so someone fucked everything up and then she looks over at Bella and is like you're in jeans (laughs) I set up this whole thing (laughs) we had plans (laughs) yeah I was gonna do a whole photo shoot and you chose jeans out of this whole thing so she's Yeah. And then we find out what Jacob did, which was talk to Charlie. And I just, sidebar, I miss
0: him. Me too. I miss Charlie.
1: Yeah. But we don't have to wait too much longer. Because Charlie is in the picture. He's coming to the house in the next few pages. God bless. Uh, Yes. But also not, because Jacob spilled the beans Uh. (laughs) in a very Jacob-like way. So... What ended up happening, of course, is Jacob found out that the clones were planning on leaving, Mm. and him being the, like, if that's gonna happen, then everything needs to go to shit. They can't just leave. They can't just take my baby from me, my absolute love. No. I'm gonna fuck shit up. So what he ended up doing was going to Charlie... And getting naked in front of him, apparently. You know. As you do, I guess. Sure. And just phasing in front of him. Yeah. Because why not just scare the shit out of poor, delicate Charlie Swan, <laughs> oh, real soft. As if he needed anything else. So anyway, that's happening. <laughs> um, during all this, Bella's getting very pissed, so she asks to hold Renesmee, <laughs> She <laughs> mentions that she's holding her, like, a talisman against rash behavior. Oh, my god! <laughs> just, I love this idea so much that it's just, like, okay, I'm gonna hold my daughter, and if I do that, then I can't kill anybody because she's important to me. Yeah, so we're good. Great. We're great. <laughs> So Jacob comes in, and he's, like, all happy and chipper, and he's like, Hey, guys. Hey. So, good stuff. I fixed everything. Not realizing that Bella is actually a newborn still, and even though she has all this super good self-control, bringing in someone with an actual beating heart could actually fuck everything up. Especially when he's her family. Yeah, sure. Because he's... 15 and has no sense of consequences at all so great (laughs) good job jacob jacob doing amazing sweetie except not (laughs) terrible yes so edward is pissed and he like gets in jacob's face and is like i don't understand why you did this (laughs) like you're gonna put this like white hot iron down her throat and you just don't give a shit. And he's like, oh, so this will be like hard on her? Yeah. God damn it, Jacob. Yes. It's just all about you. We're just in the Jacob show. <laughs> don't understand. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, it's fine. My favorite thing about this, though, so when Jacob is, Belle's is, like all up in his face, too, and is like, I need you to explain every single word of what happened. Don't paraphrase this. I need you to tell me what you did to my father. <laughs> So, we find out that when he faced in front of Charlie, Charlie was super brave about it. And that he didn't, like, pass out or throw up.
0: Um, uh. <laughs> which, like, shout out to Charlie. If I, had to see, Swan- if I had to see him suffer like that, I would have thrown this book off of a cliff. I would have died. Yeah. I would have been so mad. I can't... <laughs> I can't wait for you to see this in
1: the movie because it's so fucking hilarious.
0: Oh, baby. <laughs>
1: It's it's so good. So we find out, like, they go out into the little, like, woods right. that they have right outside the house. Oh. Um, and Jacob tells Charlie that, like, Bella isn't sick anymore, but things are a little bit weird. Uh, <laughs> um, and so once he phased back and everything, Charlie, <laughs> Jacob, like, tells him, like, So, the world you thought you lived in is, like, not that. uh, But the good news is, like, nothing's changed except for you just know now. (laughs) Which, like,
0: oh, God, Jacob, you're the worst.
1: (laughs) You're the worst thing. And so he was doing all this, like, vague stuff to, like, tell about himself without telling about Bella's secret, right? So, kind of skirting the news so that Jacob didn't break any of the rules, and so Charlie doesn't have to die, right? Which, like, thanks, Jacob. Yeah. Thank (laughs) Um, you so much. (laughs) And my favorite thing about this is that when Jacob started telling about the werewolves, Charlie cut him off and said that he would rather not know. (laughs) Like, the less he knew, the better. Which is, for me, very on brand for Charlie. The one thing that I want to discuss with you about this is, so apparently during the production of the the Twilight Saga there had been talks from Billy Burke that he wanted Charlie Swan to kind of know about the vampire lore right because he's a police chief and so how would he not know the legends of the town and so like the fact that he would know but he just like he sort of knew, but he didn't believe in it or he didn't care. Ugh. So, I was curious. I wanted to know your thoughts about this theory and how that would have changed, I guess, everything. Right. Ugh. Because the fact that he would have had... I mean, his best friend is literally one of the elders yeah. of the the Quillute,
0: The whole thing. The whole darn thing. The whole shebang. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I was curious what you would think... About that theory,
0: yeah, I don't know. It would definitely like change, like literally everything, and make things probably a little
1: more convenient
0: for everyone involved.
1: <laughs> right? For me, I, I don't know. I kind of like that theory, especially because of the way that Charlie acts at the beginning of Twilight, right? Towards the Cullens, of the fact that he's like they're a good family. Yeah. Like We're we don't tight, need to shit on always. all of them.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Um, and I mean while that conversation has always played into, like, our Charlie Swan, fa- Daddy Malfoy kind of yeah. thing, yeah. I feel like in a town that small, how do you not hear all of the, like, the folklore right. and the legends yeah. and the talk and everything? And and especially in the PNW where we have all of this talk about cryptids <laughs> yeah. and such, yeah. I feel like it would be hard not to hear someone stumbling out of the woods being like, I saw this thing! <laughs> Um, Kind of like what Bella does in New Moon of like, I saw this big-ass bear. <laughs> so I feel like he would know about all of that. Right. And being him, he'd probably just be like, it's not, it's not real yeah. kind of thing.
0: And you know what? And if it so, is real, he's still my friend. So whatever. <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that that was interesting. Yeah. So we get back to this bit here. And... <laughs> Jacob is still kind of recapping everything.
0: Uh, here's what she messed like, me.
1: up. <laughs> right. And they get to the part about Renesmee. And Jacob's justification for this is that she's an orphan ward. <sighs> and it's just like
0: Jacob. Jacob.
1: And we can we obviously know this, right? Because Stephanie includes on this part, she's like, she's your orphan ward. Like Bruce
0: Wayne and Dick Grayson. Uh. And it's like Stephanie, why do you care so much about comics? Yeah, why do you think any of these characters care so much about comics? (laughs)
1: Literally. (laughs) But it's fine. Okay. So, they're talking about, like, risk and where. Yeah. Um, All this stuff. And so, Alice takes the reins, because she's Alice, Mm -hmm. and kind of gets all the shit together. Right. She tells all the wolves to get out or stay away (laughs) so that she can kind of see what's going on. Mm -hmm. She tosses bella some contacts to try and sort of make her eyes not look blood red and then they try to prepare for charlie to get there and it's so cute when he actually like when they're preparing for him to arrive because they start giving bella like human tips as if she wasn't human five minutes ago (laughs) five minutes yeah exactly so the whole family does it right so there's Esme starts giving a bunch of tips mm-hmm. and then Emmett does too. It's this super cute scene uh. of them just being like, so move your hands and brush your hair back and all this stuff. As if she doesn't remember it for literally all of her, her life. Her
0: entire life.
1: Exactly. So as they're sitting there, Bella's holding Renesmee, Edward's sitting next to her. And then Edward gives this talk to Renesmee, which is super fucking wild because you have to remember Renesme is like an like a baby. She's growing at a super wild rate, but she's still a, like a baby. But he looks her dead in the eye and is like, "Hey, hey, look, at look me. at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking important. Hey, don't fuck this up. <laughs> Your grandfather's coming, and if you kill him, it's gonna mess this whole thing up. It's gonna be so bad." <laughs> and he's like, "Do you get it?" And R- Bella's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Edward's like, no, no, no. Like, she gets it. You no, got it? Good. And he does the, like, the eye thing. And then was like, no, no, no. No, I got it. <laughs> Renesma um, and Bella
0: just, like, fist pump. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, no, we're cool. <laughs>
1: we're good. <laughs> yeah. It's the weirdest fucking interaction it's ever. very good. Yeah. So, anyway. So, it gets... Really, I just my heartstrings pulled because Charlie gets there right, Ugh. and he like sits in his car for a second and like does this whole like, okay, okay, Ooh. you got Ooh. this, you Ooh. got this. <laughs> he's playing like Eye of the Tiger as he gets there,
0: <laughs> like just blasting it. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I mean, you have to remember from his perspective, like he's been lied to this whole time. This whole, like,
0: yeah,
1: I just want to see his kid, but. As they, as he gets there, and he, of course, Carlisle greets him, which is like, hey.
0: hey. <laughs>
1: uh, of course, Carlisle goes, and he's like, hey, Charlie. And the first things out of Charlie's mouth are, Carlisle, where's Bella? <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> um, <laughs> and
0: my heart I'm explodes. Crying. Yeah,
1: because they're talking to each other. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Bella's like, hey, right here. And you have to remember, like, she's literal bells. Like, the things that are coming out of her are just, like, ham horns. So, it's, like, the worst. Hey, remember ham horns? No, stop. Um, (laughs) um, It's, like, wingdings are coming out of her mouth. Like, it's, like, not even real. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, sorry? What? just like tilts his head like what the fuck was this? she opens her mouth like on his jaws just like morse code spewing <laughs> out of it you're like how do you even do that
1: it's what? like the sound they make when an expletive comes out of someone's <laughs> mouth on tv
0: <laughs> just a really long like <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god oh so they try to explain all this to charlie right and she's like i'm great dad really don't even worry and he's like are you, but, hey, hey, are you sure? Because you don't look like my child. Who <laughs> this is the thing. Is this? Who are you? Who is this? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and my favorite thing about all of this, right, is he, he has absolutely no idea no. how much danger he's in. No. Like, if you pull, if you put this whole situation on paper, he's the only human in a room full of monsters. Yeah. And I love this, right? It's so good. Oh, it's, I love it so much. So, Renesme is very interested in Charlie. It's so good. And so, they try to make up this cover, right? Because Edward is uh, in this one moment, smooth. Right, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Uh, against all odds. Acts-
1: yeah Bella thinks he's being smooth he's not being smooth no. he's just like my niece and Bella's shook she's like wow <laughs> I wish I could have come up with that like oh um, god Charlie's like I don't I mean you guys just got married like now you want to take on the responsibility of a kid and Edward's like well I mean we couldn't refuse her right I mean <laughs> we'll look at her come
0: on cool look at her and face <laughs> where he my dabs and he's like yeah I mean I get it right <laughs> It's like, damn, I mean, I wasn't on board with you at first, but then she dabbed, and now I kind of want her. Can I take her? Put me on
1: the fucking waiting list, I guess. (laughs) So, it's all great and lovely. Uh, But then, here's what happens. (laughs) Renesmee has had her face covered in Bella's hair this whole time, and Charlie's like, you're going to make me a grandpa so young. Um, but then... Renesme like, turns around and looks Charlie in the eyes, which, great, eye contact, awesome. Beautiful. Except- Great communication skills. <laughs> yeah, good job. Except, which, just, now I'm just imagining the fact that Renesme dabbed into her, like, that's all, that's a good image for me. Except for the fact that Renesme, when she looks Charlie in the eyes, she has Bella's eyes. Uh. So, Charlie sees this, and then, in swan fashion, Shh. just starts to hyperventilate. Yeah,
0: just loses it. Um, <laughs> which, great, very good. Also, Love is Bella's lot. eyes, like, so specific? It's, like, no one's ever had eyes like this. Just my They're daughter. the only brown yeah, eyes that's it. to ever It's not exist. the most common eye color on the planet. Those are my yep. daughter's eyes. So,
1: anyway... <laughs> he starts hyperventilating and jacob's like hey so we can explain all this um but remember you said need to know and he's like oh yeah okay so here's the thing great but also stop lying guys <laughs> you're <please>. all liars
0: <laughs> i thought we were i'm done a policeman here. <laughs> and you're all lying to me my job is the truth and the law <laughs> so i don't know what y'all are up to
1: but I, you're, I'm a truther and you oh all are God. not. So, and so he starts to chill out a little bit, but he's like, what about warning me about this? And he's like, but then he's like still trying to calm down. And then <laughs> my favorite thing about all this is Charlie's like, so here's the thing, Jake, why are you here? <laughs> like, what is your part on all of this? <laughs> what the fuck is up, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. So, Charlie's like struggling because Jacob's are talking about werewolves, and Charlie's like, no, wait, <laughs> hey, stop. No, em- never mind. <laughs> and then the best part of this chapter happens, which is we find out that during this super dramatic moment, <laughs> Emmett screams out, Go Gators.
0: As you do, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, Emmett, during all this, has been fucking watching the game.
0: And I love this so much. Just like, not like the most important thing that's happened in the last like few years. It's like, my dude, can you just like pay attention for a little bit, please? I love it. It's actually exactly what Charlie needed.
1: Yeah. He's like, oh, sports. He's yes. like, I'm back. That's, <laughs> yes, finally something I can oh, relate some to. Some dad
0: shit. Thank you, God.
1: <laughs> yes. So he sits down in the chair and he's like, all right, football. Finally. And that's where the chapter ends. It's very good. It's very good because Emmett's been making all of these sports, sex innuendos, <laughs> and it's very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, boy.
1: So, chapter twenty-six starts off with Charlie and Bella having this conversation um, as he's about to leave, and we find out that Charlie has done a very good job staying very strong yeah. throughout all of this, which has been very good. We find out Look at those that good, he- good bones. <laughs> yep. The swans are very strong in the face of monsters, so it runs through their blood, which is very good. We find out that he was there for a long time. Like two games and the after game commentary and the news, like he just really missed his daughter. It's like a full day too. It is. It's a whole that's a whole day. (laughs) So he wanted to be there. He just needed to be there within a context that worked for him. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, that's fair for anybody. That totally makes sense. Yeah, you know. But he had to leave because Sue and Billy were having dinner with him. And so Seth was like, hey, you need to go. <laughs> Which is so cute. Like, he just really didn't want to leave. Um, and I love that no. a lot. So, um, he's like, can I come back tomorrow? (laughs) And I just, I cry inside. And so they have this whole conversation. He's like, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna leave now, right? And they're like, so I think we figured this out. I think it's all gonna be okay. Renesmee's asleep right now. So, um, during all this, (laughs) um, Charlie asks, like, if he can hold her, so they try to make this work, and you have to remember, like, even though Bella's a, a vampire now, they're both still the most awkward people yeah. that have ever existed, <laughs> and I love that a lot. <laughs> um, so, he he tries to hold Renesmee, oh. um, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is she's sturdy. <laughs> you know. I know. so much, because... Even if she wasn't, like, a half-vampire, half-human kid, like, babies are still very sturdy. Like, that's actually a really apt description of a baby. But it's so cute because he's like, this is the prettiest child I've ever seen, including you, kid. Um, And she's like, yeah, same. I agree. But he's already started calling her Nessie. And Bella's pissed.
0: She's like, No. And she tries to justify Please being like, stop. um, sorry, it's Renesme, like Renee and Esme, and she tries like, yeah, 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 that's a dumb name. But anyway, so Nessie and I are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella's like, "God damn it. I, I just, someone, everyone stop
1: calling her Nessie. I intricately made this name. Why is everyone doing this to me?
0: <sighs> I wonder why, Bella. I wonder why. Yeah.
1: And then, of course, we find out her middle name, which is Carly. Cute. Very cute. Yeah. Love
0: it a lot. Carly Wright. Why the fuck couldn't you just literally <laughs> nothing butn't you have just
1: <laughs> literally. Shout out to Carly Wright. Um why the fuck couldn't you have just called her Carly? Right like,
0: Jackson, Colin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. That's we're asking the important, <laughs> important questions. So anyway, Charlie leaves and Bella's like, Yes, I'm awesome. <laughs> um, so that's great. And Emmett is still giving Bella shit. Like, after all this time, because um, he'd been making all these innuendos the whole time right. that Charlie was there. And Bella's like, you know what, Emmett? I'm fucking done with all your bullshit. <laughs> hey, dude, stop. Yeah. i over. And Edward is... I just said his name really Ed-weird. weird. Edward. weird Edward. Edward. Um, you know what? Actually, he deserves it. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely. Um He was probably so used to getting his name said Shit, like that, I guess.
0: Whatever.
1: Hey, Edward. <laughs> come here. Um he finally goes over to Emmett and is like, "It's a little bit of a bad idea to pick on the strongest vampire in the house, don't you think?" You Emmett, know. And he's like, "The fuck did you it's say just... to me, Edward?"
0: Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I want Edward to say Edward forever in my mind. <laughs> like hi yeah sorry um i'll fucking punch this baby right now i'm gonna drop kick
1: someone right now i swear to god but that's what they do is right so they challenge each other to a duel um because edward had asked i keep almost saying edward this is so (laughs) fucked up um edward asked like he basically pleaded for bella to do this right. like before she changed he was like please god <laughs> this is all i've ever wanted let me out please <laughs> cha- <laughs> let me out of this prison i need you to challenge emmett to a duel <laughs> when you change and so they do right of course um we love a good fight Bella's- in a <laughs> yes so bella does right she's like all right emmett you me arm wrestling dining room now and Alice is like, hey, so, um, great, love it, perfect, except, um, that table is antique, Esme loves it. <laughs> Please and don't. And Esme's like, thank you, <laughs> which I love, it's very good, very on brand. So they go outside, and there's this huge fucking granite boulder, and so they're both going, they're both, like, cracking their knuckles like, and shit, go. like, twisting their shoulders Rocky and all this music stuff. music is playing. <laughs>
0: yep.
1: Yeah. Um, They're all just punching Rosalie, shit. Rosalie is, like, rubbing Emmett's shoulders and Edward's <laughs> doing the same thing for Bella. Like, it's all this good shit, uh, right? And Jasper's, like, the fucking ref between these two. Like, it's all great. And they do this in the movie. Like, mm. they do this in the movie. It's really uh, great. I can't wait. So, the terms are, Bella wins, no more sex innuendos. Like, no more talks about her sex life ever. Emmett it wins. It's, like,
0: ten times worse. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. And so... Cody, how does this go down? I mean... Who wins? Our, our light, our love, Bella Swan. <laughs> of course! fucking kicks ass, because obviously, she's a new fucking vampire. Yeah. Strong as tits, like, killing it, living her dreams. Fresh out the vampire womb, as you could say. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Aw, gee. I just love that, like,
1: right before she kicks Emmett's ass, the last thing out of her mouth is, just keep your mouth shut.
0: Oh. And I just, like, uh, I love
1: that. So then, you know, and it's, like, on rock, which is, like, very on par for Bella's... Like, that's very on brand for her. She loves that a lot. And Emma's, like, rematch. And it's, like, it's not... It's not really gonna change anything. But then she starts just, like, pummeling rock everywhere. Because she's just, like... Loving it and stuff. And she's just, like, karate chopping it and all this stuff. And her only response is her to mumble, cool. Which, like, (laughs) nice. Same. (laughs) Very good. Renesmee is, like, laughing it up. Like, she loves the fact that her mom is just, like, going to town and all this stuff. And then, of course, the fucking sun comes out in a very Stephen Meyer fashion. And she has to do the moment where she just, like, stares down at her skin.
0: Ugh. Man. Listen, you had to know it was coming. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I know. I just hoped it would be a little bit longer. It had to be so soon. Oh, you wanted a couple more pages of uh, it? No, I just, like, not... No, I just hoped it would have been, like, postponed a little bit longer. Oh, okay. No, I want a whole... F- so- I want a Midnight Sun. Just 500 <laughs> pages of her just, like, looking at her skin being like, yes.
1: Well, she does. She just, like, stares at her skin. She's like, wow, I'm... Gorgeous, I'm literally the actually. most beautiful thing
0: on the planet. Sorry,
1: <laughs> Renesmee is shook. Bella is shook. Edward shook yeah. by how great she is. It's all amazing. Oh, and I perfect. love my wife. Look at her go. Yep. Yeah. And then the chapter ends with Bella being like, "Wow, I think I was born to be a vampire," and it's the worst thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs>
1: and that's where the chapter ends. Ugh. <laughs> 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 So, next week, we have Chapter 27, Travel Plans, Ooh. and Chapter 28, The Future. Oh. Bam, bam, bam. Ow ow ow. So, that's great. I did not pull any iTunes reviews oh, yeah. for this week because I think one of the nice things for folks to do would be to text one of their friends and recommend the show. Hell, yeah. To them. And maybe screenshot yeah, it to us. Send us, us those and receipts. We can, yeah. And we'll shout you out next week. We can do that instead. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We have some awesome patrons, though, that we can send lots of love to.
0: Hey,
1: We got that $25 patron, Rachel
0: Swan, Ow! who's kicking Emmett's ass. Oh, yeah. So, the, the shout greatest. Out to you. The strongest vampire in town. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> Strongest Vampire in town. We got our $10 patrons, Rachel Black, oh. who's apparently stripping in front of Charlie Swag. Yeah, so, that's hey. what we found out
0: today. <laughs> yep. Take it we easy, got Rachel. Just Jesus. <laughs> fucking cool it,
1: right? Keep your pants on. Yeah. Um, we got Jessica Stanley, ow. um, who's rocking it in the box office right now with Pitch Perfect. Yep. Uh, we got Katie Weber, ow, ow. Um, who's doing that good shit on The Walking Dead. Um, We have Jessica Hale.
0: Ooh.
1: Who is living their truth yeah. right now yeah. and staying warm in these cold winter months. These cold, cold times. Yes. And then we have M's Yuli, yeah. who is trying to keep all those goddamn werewolves just together. Just trying
0: his best, but uh, <laughs> really struggling it's up just, there.
1: I mean, it's a hard life, but just trying their best, just you know? Just trying
0: it so hard.
1: You know, it's a hard year, but we believe in you yeah (laughs) okay I have a fan fiction for you this week thank (laughs) god um it was written by iMaverick hey it's titled through the ocean of time and it was updated an hour ago
0: wow real fresh shit we're looking at now huh
1: (laughs) it's a fan fiction with the pairing of Bella and Victoria
0: oh hell yeah are you kidding me (laughs) uh this is like that Draminey shit are you fucking kidding me Yes. And the
1: the summary is Victoria is a witch vampire living in a small town. One night she finds a woman lying in her backyard unconscious. She takes the woman in and cares for her. Time reveals that the woman is meant for a great purpose and is very far away from home. Now Victoria has to help her reach home and get the purpose done. Will they be able to reach across the ocean of time? Ugh. Oh. So I love it. Yes. Um, and this is from chapter one, The Lost Girl at My Door.
0: Beautiful. I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just, that's just so, yeah. Now that you said Jermynie, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> wow. Just a whiplash. Like, whoa. <laughs> just, uh, that threw me back to a lot. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Hi, my name is Victoria Bennett and I'm a librarian here at Dale, but I'm also a witch vampire. Well, I was born in the 15th century as much as I can remember. The basic qualities that I possess being a vampire is that I'm immortal. I have superhuman qualities, and I can actually glow when I walk into the sunlight. Yes, I can eat food and survive on it, but I actually need blood to remain healthy and retain my powers. I am naturally good looking, actually better looking than a human, not to boast, and I do not transform into some hideous, blood-sucking creature when I have to feed. I used to drink human blood earlier, but then later, my consciousness allowed me to survive on animals for a long time. Well, now I rarely kill anybody. Being a witch has helped me immensely in that area. I now can create blood as per my wish whenever I need. Otherwise, there is food to keep me alive and at least working. Actually, I was not a witch since the beginning. I was a human just like everybody else. I acquired all those gifts when I transformed into a vampire. And it's only been a century at most that I have learned how to use my gifts for my benefit. So now I am perfectly able to alter my face however I wish. I have completely given up hunting either humans or animals. In this world of technology and forensic investigation, a dead body with complete blood loss would not sit well. As trivial as my life is here, I am completely happy and satisfied. I have a paying job, a small house, and a cat, kitten to be exact, to keep my company. Well... There is something missing. I do not yet know what exactly that is, but there is a small hole in my heart that wants to be filled with what? I don't know. Not that it helps, but I've never met another witch vampire like myself. And a few other vampires, sure, but not like me. Nobody like me. And scene.
0: Yes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm a huge fan.
1: Yeah. So, I think it's going to be some good shit. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. Keep doing the damn thing. We'll just we'll just read this one as every update. Just this just one. One. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. Welcome to think, our new book. I think we've <laughs> really just like gotten a lot of different types of fanfic. Let's just sit on one for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I love it. Well, Saint Forks, get it This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere, or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at our 44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Krause, who you can find at krausefilms.com. The intro and outro was done by kb__smith underscore underscore on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production, Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast, the 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 Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Productions. Mm hmm. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. When we have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Hey, like, yeah. It's really th- th- cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? flyers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it right now as we speak no you're sitting down no no this, this is happening right now as we speak John why did my hand just go through you oh my god John we'll talk about it next week